Today on this episode on Remy's Roundtable, Remy and Chris went to Seven Bites to record a live episode. Remy and Chris sat down and chatted with the owner of Seven Bites, Trina Probst. Remy and Chris covered your theme park news and letting the audience know what is going on here in the beautiful state of Florida. So, don't go anywhere and enjoy this episode of Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. That's right, guys. You are listening to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. Uh, we are live here at Seven Bites, located 617 North Bum, uh, 617 North Primrose Drive. That's 617 North Primrose Drive, Love, Florida. Guys, come on out to Seven Bites and try some damn good food. Uh, today on the program, guys, we have your theme park news. We have your floor news. We'll be talking to Trina from. Sunbites, the owner of Sunbites, and uh, that's guys, that's pretty much it on the program. So, welcome everybody. My name is Remy, and with me, as always, is my dangerous co host, Chris. Hello, boys and girls. How are we doing today? So, I'm gonna talk to you about something, man, that I uh, was rambling on last night throughout my head. Um, labor hours that's the one thing that managers have to. You know, work on is the labor hours. What's your what's your input input on labor hours? I've always said if your percentage is to a point where it's favorable and you're having to have for us, let's just say an example. For us, sixteen point five percent is where we stop right there. Anything beyond that. It, it might be a little tight, but as long as the business is coming in, it'll right. fluctuate at the end of the night. So. so right now, our labor hours is actually at 20, 20%, so that's good. That's on like a, on a, I mean, it's a little high, it's a little high, but. It depends on what they're wanting for you to set as a prime target for labor. Right. But every labor in every place is totally different. It's really di- it is totally different. You're absolutely right, man. Uh, but anyway, man, what's going on with you, man? I heard you, uh, I heard you and your wife took a trip to Epcot. How was that, man? It was amazing. I loved it. It's Epcot. What do you expect? Freaking around the world, baby. Always. Always. Mexico, Germany, England, even the good old U.S. of A. There you yeah. go, man. So what's that, what side did you guys start first? You guys start from the left or the right? I always start in Mexico. Thank you. See, somebody knows what the fuck they're doing at Epcot, you know? It's... Hey, uh, if you start Canada, then you better leave. Just get get the fuck out of that guy and just leave. No, no, that's, I mean, you can always start in Canada, but for me, because because of the food booths they have there, I always want to start in Mexico because they oh, Mexico right. always have good food. Right. The booths that they have. Uh, did you uh, did you guys go to uh, Morocco and check out the uh, the door? Yeah. yeah. They changed it. We knew about that. Oh, I know, but they changed it to a freaking door that has nothing in there. I know. Or, or maybe a tunnel. Maybe, maybe they put the tunnel where that door is. Possibly, but Jen already knew about that. Though. I know, but that's still messed up, man. How they get? How can they get rid of a, a certain icon at Disney where multiple people are taking pictures of, and they said, "Oh, hey, you know what? 
Yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna go ahead and just place a door in front of this certain icon. Uh, guys, the icon I'm talking about is yes, it's a freaking penis. That is what I am talking about. I know, but I'm guessing they did it for a reason. They did it for a reason. I, I think what the reason was, a little kid goes up to his mom and says, "Ooh, mom, what's that thing?" Well, honey, that's that is what is called a penis. Now, if I was a if I was a parent, I'll say, son. Have you ever seen the, uh, an astronaut? Yeah, you know those guys in the white suit? Yeah, that's a rocket ship. For the lamest terms, yes. Yes. I mean, a good, you know, PG, you yeah. know, a PG rating to say, oh, yeah, it's not a, uh, it's not a penis. Yes, it is a, uh, it's a rocket ship <laughs> that goes into space. <laughs> so, who knows? But, yeah, guys, we are here at 7 Bytes. And uh, I cannot wait to try some food right today. Now, this place is bumping. This yes, place it is. is cool. It is, is packed. People here, they love coming here. You can see it in their faces, their expression, the way how they eat the food. I mean, yes. the food here is not just amazing, guys. It's phenomenal. It, it's American Southern comfort food. With I mean, a twist. with a twist. So, I mean, who cannot say no to you know this great location? Which guys, uh, sooner or later. Seven Bites will be a sponsor uh, for Remy's Roundtable. Yes, uh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm, dude, I'm looking forward to it too. But Chris, you know what? You know what today is, right? I'm gonna. There's a lot of things that today could be. It. I mean, I don't know exactly where you're going with that, but what is today? Well, sir, today is. Yes, it's the NFL Draft. Today is the NFL Draft. That's right, guys. Today is the NFL Draft. Uh, I really hope my Eagles pick some uh, pick some decent players for this uh, this season for the NFL Draft. And uh, believe it or not, guys, uh, my my team does suck. I mean, we are the lowest of the lowest of the NFL. And I, I mean, what more can I say about my team, bro? Supposed to your Eagles, my Dolphins, hopefully they'll take a good piece, centerpiece for the offensive line. Anything outside of that, I really can give a rat's ass. Whatever it is that they decide to pick for this year's draft for the Dolphins, it better work for them. Because Man, I really hope so too, bro. I mean, it's the freaking NFL draft. I mean, there's, there's this one guy, uh, this one quarterback, he's from Oklahoma, and uh, he has the um, he has the number one draft pick right now like on the top of the roster he is going to be the number one draft pick throughout the entire NFL uh, draft day as, as of today sometimes number one draft picks are kind of sucky don't, don't always work oh yeah but because look where Tom Brady was he was like the what was he at 10th or, or 12th he was like the 20th pick 25th that's pick. right he was he was so low and look where he's at today He's uh, he's playing for he's playing for the Bucks, the Buccaneers. Yeah, but his career started in New England. Yes, a, a, a the staple, damn Patriots. A staple of a team that when my fins face them every year, we get slaughtered by them. We That's only I, I truly hate the Patriots with a passion. We, we only we only faced them once. In the entire season, well, the Patriots was lucky you because that's our division game every fucking year. So. I know, dude. I know. All right, bro. You ready? You ready to get into it? You ready to get into some uh, theme park history and play our infamous celebrity birthday game? Sure, why not? Let's do it. All right, here we go, man. In nineteen in nineteen eighty nine, 
Who Framed Roger Rabbit won Oscars for film editing, sound effects, visual effects, and and animation direction. So, so they won four. Uh, one, two, three, four. Yeah, they won four Oscars in 1989 in those categories. Okay, that's a good. I, I, I like that movie. You, you like uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? My wife likes it. Bob Hoskins, rest in peace to Bob Hoskins. Yes. Uh, in, 19, in 1994, Disney's All Star Resort opens to the public, and the very first Epcot International Flower and Garden Fest began in Florida, and this all happened back in 1994. Really? Mm-hmm. Nice. In 19, I'm sorry, in, in the year 2000. Back to the Future's very own Michael J. Fox paid a uh, paid a visit to the Walt Disney Walt Disney World to add his handprints to the Disney MGM Studios collection at, at, at Graham's Chinese Theater. What was that again? So Back to the Future's very own Michael J. Fox paid a visit to Walt Disney World to add his handprints. To the Disney MGM Studios collection. Really? Mm-hmm. Nice. And you actually, you actually see his handprint like uh, towards the right side of what is now, guys, uh, Mickey and Minnie's run, run, Runaway Railway. Uh, yeah, well, well, yeah, attraction. And uh, you guys, get, get it right, get I, it right. It's Mickey's Runaway Runaway Rail, Railway. There you, go. There you, go. Uh, you guys can see Michael J. Fox's handprints right to the right side of the rear rear position uh, front entrance of that of that attraction. It's literally right there. You can't even miss it. Uh, in 2003, my favorite, one of my favorite movies. Uh, came out to came out on DVD, and that is Treasure Planet. That's your ultimate favorite movie. Was one of them. It's, it's on the list of, of my favorite Disney films. But my number one favorite is Hercules. Then a Goofy movie. Then Toy Story. The fourth one on the list was uh, Tre Treasure Planet. My list of movies for Disney movies is so way off. Right? I know, I know, bro. I mean, I can tell you what I like. What do you got, man? Mary Poppins, number one overall. Okay. I love Herbie the Love Bug is number two. Yes, of course, it's good old Love Bug. Number three, I would say Peach Dragon. Peach Dragon, okay. The original, not the new one. Yeah, not the new one, no. Um, then after that, it would be the Pixar categories like Toy Story, um, Monsters Inc. Oh, I love Monsters Inc. Mr. Wazowski. Um, Wazowski. You know, I do love Pocahontas. I've always loved Pocahontas. Right. It's not a Pixar, but it's an animated feature. Right, right, right. And of course, Snow White. Oh, I, yeah. I have to put Snow White in that category. Right. Which. Snow White won multiple Oscars yes. on, on opening day, so that's great news to say. Oh, hey guys, uh, so Mary Poppins, you won uh, eight Academy Awards. How do you feel? Well, I feel really generous. So thank you for the lovely golden statues. Speaking of Oscars, that we will not talk about the Oscars. No, God, no, 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 we will not. There were a lot of disagreements. Yes, they were. They were. Uh, in 2011, the wedding of Prince William and Kate Middleton 
was broadcasted live from Westminster Abbey on a large on large screens at the Dolphin Hotel at five o'clock in the morning. The Swan and Dolphin. Yeah, the Swan and Dolphin, but okay. it was only at the Dolphin Hotel. Okay. So yeah. And finally, guys, for your... I will not get up that early. No, 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 thank you. And finally, guys, for your uh, theme park history, in 2015, Disney has purchased the Carousel, the Carousel Inn, a hotel that sits directly across Harbor Boulevard from its two Anaheim theme parks, bought it for $32 million. Okay. Yeah. All right, buddy, you ready to play the infamous birthday game? Sure, why not? Happy birthday today to Daniel Day-Lewis. You have seen him in Lincoln and Gangs of New York. How, how old is Mr. Daniel Day-Lewis today? Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel Day-Lewis. I, I know, it's a hard one, right? Well, it's not bad. It's just I don't keep up with him that much. Though. I honestly couldn't tell you. He is uh, 64 years old today. Okay. Hello, hello, Michelle Pfeiffer. I love Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, she's gotta be like in her 60s, I would think. She is. She is 63 today. Okay. How about Uma Thurman? Little Uma Thurman. From uh, Pulp Fiction, Be Cool, and one of my favorite friend, one of my franchise movies, she's Kill Bill. On the money, 51 years old. Uh, how about this musician and uh, pothead stoner Willie Nelson? Good old Willie. Good old Willie. This one I should know because I keep up with Willie quite a bit. He's probably like 88. On the money, 88 years old. Dude, you're doing good, man. Look at you, bro. I, I know him because I, I do love Willie Nelson. All right, happy birthday to this stand-up comedian. He had his own, he had his own TV show, Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry. Jerry. Mr. Jerry Seinfeld. Mr. Jerry Seinfeld, one of my favorite Jewish comedians. Sixty. On the money, sixty-seven years old. Sixty-seven. I had happy birthday to uh, Master P. Oh, Master P. Master P. Master P's fifty-one. On the money, fifty-one. From orange, from orange is the new black. Uh, Her character, Red. Happy birthday to Kate Mil uh, Milgrew. Kate Or Mulgrew. Or, uh, or however however you say her uh, freaking name. Alright, I'm, I'm gonna give it to you. She is uh, 66 years old okay. today. Alright, happy birthday to uh, Hughes Hefner's wife, Crystal Hefner. Okay. She's, she's a youngin', so she's gotta be young for she's thirty. She's 35 years old. That's what I said. Uh, happy birthday to this actor. Uh, he he passed away in uh, 2005, but uh, I, I know him in uh, this movie. Uh, my cousin Vinny, uh, Lane Smith. He played the attorney who was giving crap to uh, uh, no, Vinny, no, no, no. Vinny's uh, girlfriend. Yeah, I know that's the that's the prosecutor. Yeah, the prosecutor. Yeah. That one I really couldn't tell you. He's uh, 85 years old. Okay. He, he would have been 85. Okay. Uh, happy birthday to uh, this horror, horror icon, uh, which I've, I've met him personally at a Spooky Empire. 
Uh, Derek Mears. Who did he play? Oh, he played. A few, he played a few Jasons. Uh, he played a few Michael Myers, and uh, he played a uh, the ten the ten guy in the Wild Wild West. Okay. The, the last the last character where uh, Will Smith kicked him in the nads yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and it rang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rang like a doorbell. He is 49 years old today. 49. Okay. And lastly, and finally today, happy birthday to this guy. I'm actually good close friends with him. He is actually going to be on our podcast very soon. Uh, happy birthday from Charles Play. He played, uh, he played Andy and Charles Play. Uh, Alex Vincent. He is 40 years old today. 40 years old. Well, you know, there's other people that have birthdays. Who you got, bro? Tell me, who you got? The late, great Dale Earnhardt. Dale Earnhardt, Jr. Dale Earnhardt, the senior. senior. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to guess 65? When he died, he was 49. Okay. All right. So, in reality, he's 57. 57, wow. He would have been 57. All right, who, who else you got, man? That's it. That's it? That's the only one. All right. We're, we're going to go ahead and play, we're going to play uh, uh, Tuesdays, which was uh, uh, this previous Tuesday's birthday game. Sure. Happy birthday to uh, Frank Abagnale. Okay. From Catch Me If You Can. Yeah. That's the guy that... Leonardo DiCaprio played. The real one. The real one, yes. He's uh, 73 years old. That doesn't surprise me. Lizzo. Uh, what's that? Lizzo. The, the singer-rapper Lizzo. She's uh, 33 years old. Alright, how about this guy? I know he passed away in, uh, he passed away in 2014. He did the original voice for Shaggy. Casey Kasem. Casey Kasem. America's top 40. Yes. Damn, dude. Man, you, got, you know your history about Casey Kasem, bro. Really? You gotta yeah. Remember, I got some A's on you. Right? Yes, you do, sir. The, Ameri- the, the American top 40. Um, God, I really want to say he was at least in his 80s. Well, he, uh, if he was still alive today, he would have been 89 years old. 89? Yep. Uh, from uh, from Kiss, the lead singer of Kiss, Ace Freely. And he, had, and he still looks good for his age. He's uh, 70. Okay. Uh, lead singer, lead singer for uh, Fall Out Boy, Patrick Stump. I don't like Fall Out Boy. I like Fall Boy. Well, he is uh, 37 years old. And finally, happy birthday to uh, Dan Mullen. Who? Dan Mullen, the, four, the uh, UF Florida Gares coach. Okay. He's 49. Happy belated birthday to Cy Robinson. You know what Cy Robinson is? The commander. Exactly. Grandpa. On Tuesday, he turned 73. Really? Wow. Also, Who else? let's give another belated birthday to none other than Patrick, well, we mentioned Patrick Stump already, but we also yes. have Roy Gutierrez. Who? 
Croy Gutierrez. Don't, do not know him. He is a he is a alternative rock singer for like in the Hispanic world. Oh, okay. He's 23. Oh, he's a young guy. He's a young guy. Ooh. That's it. All right, guys. So, Cy Robinson was my big one. I know Cy Robinson. Robinson, man, I love Cy, bro. He's a he's a class act, you know. Yeah. If you ever see an old man with a long gray salt and pepper beard, beard, better yet, and you happen to see a pitcher of sweet tea in a cup, you know that that's Cy Robinson. That's Cy Robinson. All right, guys. When we come back, we're gonna speak to the owner of Seven Bites. We're gonna talk to Trina and get some input on what is going on here at Seven Bites, located at 617 North Primrose Drive. Guys, you are listening to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. Give me one second, I gotta answer a uh, business uh, text real quick. All right, Chris. We're jumping. We're jump back into it. Do you wanna? Do you wanna get? Wanna get in line and grab some? Uh, grab some? Grab some stuff before we uh, restart. Huh? Wanna? Wanna get in line and get some stuff before before we start? No, no. I'm taking mine to go. Are you going to go? Yeah, I'm taking it to Okay. I'm definitely some swings. I mean, that's what I'm getting today. I'm grabbing food and swings. Oh. Alright, buddy. Who do you, uh, who, who do you, who do you want when we come back? What, uh, what group? What? What group do you want when we come back? Or we're gonna, we're, gonna wrap it, we're gonna wrap it up. What 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 song, what song do you want? I don't know. Whatever. No, I'm asking you. Like, who who, who do you want? Do you want uh, do you want Earth, Wind, and Fire? Do you want uh, Bee Gees, Beatles? I don't do Beatles. You do Led Zeppelin. Want to do Zeppelin? Led Zeppelin. I got it. Communication. I I got it. There we go. Communication breakdown. Oh, I got it. I, I, I got a song. Communication.
That's right, guys. Welcome back to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. Uh, guys, we are live here at 7 Bytes over by Primrose Drive. That's 617 North Primrose Drive in Orlando, Florida. So, yeah, yeah, guys, you have seen 7 Bytes on the world's famous diners, Drive It and Dive, starring Guy Fieri. So, uh, you know what? I talked to my co host. I said, Chris, you know what? Well, let's go ahead and make a. Uh, a little trip to uh, Seven Bites today. What, what do you say, man? I say we should do it. Yes. So, guys, welcome back to the program. My name is Remy, and with me is my dangerous co-host, Chris. Good morning, boys and girls. How are we doing today? And guys, sitting down with us is the owner of Seven Bites, Trina. How you doing? Hi, I'm good. Thanks for coming in. Welcome. Thank so, you. so quick question: What was it like, you know, having Guy come into Seven Bites, and uh, how did that come about? Exactly. Well, it's uh, it, it was surreal, and I'll tell you, the first time I got a, uh, an email about it, I thought I was getting pumped, not going to lie. Um, it was a very generic email, and um, just asking a lot of questions, and um, I thought to myself, oh, oh, yeah, I'm like, I'm wondering which one of my friends sent me this random email, and so the next day I, I returned the call, and... Um, and then, even still, then I just thought of they had, someone was really playing like a, a big time prank on me, and um, they were just randomly asking me questions about our business and, and different things. And I said, oh, "Okay, well, how about you send all that information that you need from me to my email?" I gave my email, and sure enough, the next day it was a legit email from Food Network showing up and. It's, a, it's quite a vetting process. There's a lot that goes into it. Um, mm -hmm. They spend a lot of time um, researching your business, and um, and then the questions that they ask are you know very in depth. And making your own food is really important to them. Right. And, you know, if you really look at all of the segments across the board, that is one of the things. And I feel like one of the reasons why people respect his opinion about food so mm -hmm. much is that. He genuinely cares about the food he's eating. He cares about the people who are making the food and the business. Like he wants to know you're on the up and up, and that you're, you know, you're making quality food right. and providing quality ingredients. And that, exactly. that I think is why it's. I mean, it's astonishing and it's still an honor even now. It still is one of those surreal moments where you're like, holy shit. <laughs> it's like holy shit. It's a it it's guy it's fucking theory. Just passed our actual four-year anniversary of it airing, and then last May. Well, congratulations on that! Last May we did the Triple D takeout with Guy as well, so that was another. I did see. I saw that. Yes, I saw. Hey, we have that funnel vision on the menu for the summer Are for you everyone serious? visiting. Awesome! Yeah. Alright. So um, it, it is awesome. I, I cannot. I have like not even an ounce of anything to say that if someone is approached by them, and the mm -hmm. restaurant is approached by them. To take it seriously. Oh yeah. And do not even remotely doubt that when they tell you the triple D effect is real. It it's is real. It's real. <laughs> Absolutely, it's real. So let's. I'm gonna talk a little more about Guy Fieri for a second. Now, Guy Fieri is actually one of my favorite chefs because he likes seeing restaurants that make everything from scratch. Like Correct. everything from scratch. Dude. Yes. I mean. I'm surprised that Guy Ferry has not even gone to uh, our other sponsor, Pom Poms. That's another, you know, a well, great, you know, great selection for you know Guy Ferry to check out. Tom has been on uh, Guy's Grocery Games on right. the sandwich That's edition. Right. So, yes, I think so. Yeah, so she was actually 
you know, part of that. I, I feel like they think both of those things are very similar mm -hmm. to each other. So yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. Does he uh, does he check up on you every once in a while? Oh, I mean, a lot actually. That's cool. So, that is cool. Yeah, and we have um, and I would say I probably have obviously stronger relationships with the crew because right. you really get to know the crew when they're here. Um, and I know, you know, I know when the crew members have gotten married, they've married. I yes. Them, <laughs> I send them sweets and things every once in a while for birthdays, anniversaries, mm -hmm. things like that. So when they say that it's a family, they're not kidding. Like, it is, right. you That's are awesome. a member of the family. Between between the diners, drive-ins, and dives and the guys' grocery games we've done, it's, you know, we're, we're real part of that right. family. I'm so happy to hear stuff like that, that is so genuine. That, oh, it is. It absolutely that is. That it's not just yeah. like for a show and camera, say cut and you're done. Right. Even within that, another whole family sense as well of all the other Triple D owners. Like when they're on vacation, they come in and visit us. That's you know? awesome. So oh, wow. um, we keep in contact with each other. A lot of us sell on Gold Belly now, so you know we talk about what works for us and what doesn't. Like it is, okay. it is like That's a awesome. network of yes. being able to right. have these discussions openly with other owners and and how it affects their business and what we find works for us and you know it's a great information network. So what made you decide that you want to open up your very first, your very own restaurant in the Orlando district area? That actually was not me. That was not uh, you. you know, uh, when I I spent 21 plus years in the spa industry. Um, this is a second career for me. Um, whenever I went to culinary school, which is, I went to culinary school first, okay. um, I thought I wanted to be a private chef. That's what I wanted to do. Is I just wanted to be a private chef. I already had this clientele of women from Winter Park who were looking for people to come in and host dinner parties for them, teas, luncheons, things like that. And I thought, oh, well, I mean, I could do that. I already know these people. I just needed to be able to be more home with my son because I had a child and I needed something that wouldn't make me travel as right, much because right. at the end of my spa career, I was just opening spas for a, an Ayurvedic skincare company all across the nation. So Vegas and over in California, New York. That's what I would do is open multi-million dollar spas. Yes, that's, and you I'm the bound have, down. <laughs> you cannot have a two and three year old child no. and be gone for two and three exactly. weeks at a time. And so I really needed to just shift and figure out something else to do. And that's when I put myself through culinary school because I just wanted to learn. I already knew how to cook. Right. I wanted to learn more of the foundations and the whys and, and why this and then how to build a recipe and write a recipe and, and make something my own. And within that culinary program, one of the last classes that you take is like a basic baking 101. And I loved it because it's very black and white. Like baking is right or wrong. If you screw it up, you're good you gone. Start you're done. Yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you can't cut corners. You, you can't. No. Nope. And I am, um, and and I will. I own it. Like I, I am not ashamed to say I, I am. I like to be or consider myself to be a perfectionist with things, which is good and bad. But yes, I love the challenge of getting it right. And so, since it is very black and white, it fits very well within it. And I realized, oh, maybe that's what I want to do. And by the time I was done with culinary school, because I ended up getting also a restaurant management degree because I was having a hard time getting an internship, right. um, I realized, oh, I could do desserts for other restaurants. And actually, Tom 
is one of the first restaurants that I made desserts for. Ooh, that is awesome. Yeah, that so is. she started um, buying my pies for her business at the time, and um, by the end of the time when I was getting ready to graduate, mm -hmm. I had enough commercial accounts supplying desserts to them. I was working out of a commercial kitchen, and I was paying more to work in a commercial kitchen than I would be to rent my own space, which is how we ended up in where Badass Sandwiches is now. Yeah, that was yeah, our yeah. first spot. Yes. And um, while we were doing the build-out for the commercial space, my then-girlfriend, now wife, says, you know, I mean, if you're going to be here, just make a few more and stick them out on the counter and sell them. Like, there you go. Just, yes. How about I build you a counter here, too? So um, I went begrudgingly, but I did. And... That is how we got started. See, it was that that was the story, <laughs> bro. That's an awesome story, man. I mean, I I, I got goosebumps. I, I have goosebumps right now. Just, me just hear that story, man. It's like it's such, you know, it's emotional. It's you know, eye wide opening. You can't you can't get any better here, man. I mean, right. So I got an email yesterday from one of our listeners, and my listener wants to know. What kind of cuisine is uh, seven bites? Is it, is it like southern? Is it American? It's I would comfort, say it's comfort southern food. American comfort food. Okay, there we go. A twist, oh, it's a modern twist. So, you know, seven bites, I, I feel like we've shared the story of how the name came to be a lot, but just in case people haven't heard, I had gastric bypass surgery about a year after I had my child. Right. And so, seven to nine bites of food is what I eat per meal. That's what I eat. And so, when you go through that whole system of changing how you eat, part of it is training yourself to make sure you feel satisfied in every right. bite. So that's why a lot of our things are stacked. You know, you don't see a lot of like a biscuit with pimento cheese, with an egg, with bacon, with grits, with sausage gravy. Like that's our stack. But if you put a fork in the top and go all the way down into the bottom, you get a bite of everything. everything. And so that is our food philosophy, if you will, right. is satisfaction in every bite. And so it's, it is, you know, as flavor-packed as it can be, mm -hmm. we try to push the limits of what will go together, put combinations. I love sweet and savory and salty and that umami. I, I want textures and multi-layers of flavors in the bites. And so that is our food philosophy and hence that's what's translated into right. southern american comfort food with a twist so when, when we say southern i mean my uh my wife and my parents they ask me when you go when you go to southern bites what's their favorite thing on that menu i say guys it's their damn biscuits and gravy i, I, I every time i order here i'm like I, I just want more of it yes. it's that good it's that feeling bro i'm a sucker for biscuits and gravy yeah. And, I, and I've, I've been married for almost three years now, and my wife's background, she's from um, Pennsylvania. So her grandmother would make her almost every Sunday morning good homemade sausage yeah. gravy with this. Yes, Our, that was my grandfather's Saturday tradition. Yeah. So he was oh. in the Navy, and he always said, and, 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 and it was so funny because all of my chefs in school said the same thing. Is, if you're going to call it sausage gravy, sausage is the first word. There should be sausage in it. Right. There's nothing that's worse when you look down at a plate of sausage gravy and there's a speck of sausage here and there. Like, our sausage gravy is packed mm -hmm. with sausage. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's it's a staple. It's a foundation. I mean, it's the South and gravy in all shapes and forms. Yes. It, it's, it's my most favorite condiment. It gravy. is. Gravy it is. is is the southern condiment of oh, choice. Yeah. <laughs> so, before we before we take off, uh, what, can you give us your, your top three dishes that you love to cook at Seven Bites? 
Um, the first thing I, I two of them are sweets, only because, of course, as the baker, I I am indulgent in those things, and it would be the pie that started our business, the salted caramel dark chocolate pecan. It is my grandmother's pecan pie, but with a twist to it, and I love pecan pie, and this is like the perfect blend of where it's not so overly sweet like most pecan pies are. Um, the next sweet thing that I would say, I'm gonna give you three sweet things, and I'm gonna give you three savory. Okay, all right, that works. The don't fudge with me bar. <laughs> oh, I, I love it. It's chocolate chip cookie, brownie, salted peanut butter cream. My grandmother's dark chocolate marshmallow oh God, fudge just, just and eggless raw. Chris, I know you're hungry, man. You're hungry, bro. <laughs> Salivating. It is delicious. <laughs> and then I would say the last thing of those sweets is our um, coconut cream pie. That is that my is birthday good. pie. My grandmother used to make that for me every year for my birthday in that little tin that's on the wall over there right underneath where Guy signed that he was here. Mm -hmm. That little pie tin, she would make me my own coconut cream pie and make birthday cake for everyone else on oh, my birthday. That's I'm cool. the one who got the coconut cool. cream. It's my favorite thing. We have it every day. Um, as far as the sweets, I would say our macaroni and cheese. And now we're doing a loaded mac and cheese. So oh. You can get buffalo nugs with ranch dressing on top of them. And we make all of our sauces in-house. As well as our slow roasted barbecue pulled pork with onion tanglers on top of it. Okay, that's good. It's delicious. <laughs> that sounds amazing. It does sound amazing, bro. My most favorite thing is probably our kernel marmalade in the dining room with a knife. That is our biscuit stacked with pimento cheese, buttermilk fried chicken, and over medium egg. It's all smothered in our sausage gravy. And then we take the top of the biscuit and turn it upside down and put our scratch made orange blossom marmalade on top. Oh my so god. That is, that is okay. exactly it. It's it looks, one of my favorites. We try to run that about every four or five weeks because okay. it's so popular. Oh my god. See, at first when I was looking, I'm like, is that a cinnamon roll? No, that's the marmalade. Oh no, it's so good. I gotta tell I gotta tell you something. My wife loves coming here and her favorite is the pop Oh yeah. That's good too. Those are really, really delicious. And funny note, the pot pie crust that we use, that pie dough is the same pie dough that we use for our sweet pie. So it's very oh, that's wow. what I love about it. It's very transitional and it fits both things. I would say my final thing on our menu that is one of my favorites just because it reminds me of my grandmother so much is our meatloaf sandwich. That's and good too. Really okay. delicious. I love that smear of the mashed potatoes on it and all the extra like the sweet glaze that's always on the top of, mesh of, of a meatloaf that you never get enough of, we put it on the bread on both sides because it's delicious. That's, so, that's like, those are, it's those a, are my sounds favorite things. <laughs> For sure. it's, it's something that you don't think, that, like when you think of meatloaf, you think of meatloaf with a side of mash and whatever vegetable you get. This is at a whole different level. Yes, it, it is. is. Yes, it's it is, bro. It bite. is. Again, that's that seven bites philosophy. Can you get the whole thing in in one bite? All yes. of the taste. So my last and final question is, Guy Fieri, what was his favorite dish when he came in? Oh my gosh, well he's a pot pie fanatic. He, he loves pot pies. So I think that, you know, when he, whenever they vet us for a bunch of different items, and he actually picks what is going to be featured. So really? He featured that our chicken pot yes, pie, and then the vanilla bean bourbon bacon bean pie, just because it was so different. We've now since changed the name to the Nighttime Sky Pie. Oh, so we're, we're really excited about it. It's, um, it's definitely one of our favorites. We have chicken pot pies every day now. We used to only make them for Thursdays and Fridays, but now people can come in and get them every day because they're just in 
such demand. And uh, yeah, I would say I would say that. Nice. Awesome. Well, Trina, thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely, my and, pleasure. Uh, Thanks for having me. And guys, uh, if you guys are out near the uh, the Primrose area, the Bumby area, guys, coming out to Seven Bites. They are located at six one seven North Primrose Drive. And you guys cannot miss them. There's a big green sign that says Seven Bites. Yes, so definitely come out here, give her some love, show her some love, and show and see what kind of food she's talking about because it's amazing. Oh no, dude, it's not amazing. It's damn good. Yes, amazing. It is. Yes, it is. So guys, when we come back, uh, Chris and I are going to wrap the program with the, your four news, your theme park news, letting you guys know what is going on here in the beautiful state of Florida. Guys, you are listening to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. Awesome. All right. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you for coming in. And then um, send me all the information that you were talking about with okay. like, the sponsorship thing for like sure. the, your breaks and commercials and things. Just send okay. me like a rundown list. Of What's your uh, address through your messenger, or do you have a, do you have an uh, email uh, address? It's Trina at Seven Bites, just like how it's spelled. I'll get you one of my cards. Okay. And then yeah. I'll have we'll, them bring it over. That'd be great. Thanks, Trina. Right. Thank you so much, Thank sweetie. You. My pleasure. All right. And that means Chris, we are... Roundtable right here on Spotify. We are live here at Seven Bites, located 617 North Bumby Avenue. Yes, guys, come on, come on out to Seven Bites. Grab some brunch, grab some mimosas, and grab that pot pie that I'm looking at right over there because that looks damn good, delicious. That is the uh, that is the pot pie you're having, right? Yes. See, guys, like I said, the pot pie looks so damn good, and of course, the uh, what are you what are you having over there? The chicken waffle is actually really good here too, guys. You guys cannot. I'm more, I'm more of a sucker for the pot pie. For sure. Oh man! And I, and I was sucker for the chicken waffles, but I'm gonna get that today. Uh, so guys, welcome back to the program. My name is Remy, and always with me is my dangerous co-host. You guys know him, the Yankee, the Yankee fan, the Yankee bod. We got Chris on yesterday, man. The Sultan of Swing. The Sultan of Swing. The Jedi Master, the Fets, the Fets. Yes, guys, it's, it's my dangerous, it's my dangerous co-host Chris. What's going on, man? How we're doing today? We're doing good, man. So yeah, dude. I mean, like I said, I mean, the, this lovely customer just told us that she just got the very last pot pie. Well, I guess Jen's out of it because if that's the last one, then oops, sorry, gonna, honey. We're gonna have to find something else as an alternative, but. It just looks so good. I know, but dude, I mean, there's a, there's great food here on the menu that you can just get for her, and she'll she'll be happy with it, you know. She knows the menu, but it's just that's her number one. That's her number one go-to, right? Yeah. It's like, honey, sorry, but uh, we we ran out of the they they ran out of the pot pie. I I am so sorry about it. So I hope you can forgive me, but uh, please do not hurt me later on today. Alright dude, let's get let's get into it. Let's do some theme park updates and you know what is going on here in Florida and across the uh, the theme park realms. Are you ready, sir? Yeah, let's go. 
Alright, so a Trader Sam gift shop has replaced the the Trader Sam animatronic on the Jungle Cruise. Now, how do you feel about that? How do we feel about being replacing what now? A Trader Sam animatronic with a Trader Sam gift shop. I wouldn't know where to start thinking about that, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's an iconic thing. It is a very a true iconic thing, yes. And for me to say that it's not there anymore and replaced by something else, I mean, it's going to be weird. But you know what? Disney is always up for new things. You're, you're right, Re man. Revamping new stuff. You know what? God damn it. If you're going to revamp something, revamp Peter Pan. That's all I got to say about that. What is up with you revamping Peter Pan, man? I mean, they are revamped the, uh, the, the, uh, the Q line. I mean, what else, what else do you need, man? The fucking Well, okay. Ooh, a Peter Pan with indoor roller coaster. That would be dope. No. What? You know, like, keep it the same. Just don't take out the damn cardboard cutouts with the black and with the black lights. Yeah, but I want to see. I want. I, I want to see a pirate ship roller coaster. Black and white roller coaster. Damn, so close and yet so far. No, that, that you know that's not going I know it's not. Uh, Walt Disney Walt Disney World is canceling park pass reservations not connected to the theme park admission. They will be implanting a new policy in order to free up some theme park reservations that may be held on guest account without valid admission. Uh, park passes must be reserved with a valid ticket. Guests may change dates on their tickets, but not the dates of their park pass reservations. Uh, thanks to the new policy, guests visiting the Disney, the Disney theme parks will now have a better chance of obtaining a theme park reservation. So, I just saw the uh, the times now for um, uh, Hollywood Studios, and they have dropped dramatically. So now. Guess. What's dramatically definition by you? Well, so now I guess so now they took down uh, a week of you know of reservation days. So now the guests will be able to place reservations at Hollywood Studios for a week. Are you talking about times for as far as like the rides? Or are you talking about like reservation times to make it for the park? For, for the park, Reserva reservations for the park. Not, not for not for rest resistance. No, absolutely not. It's just okay. for it's just for the park itself. Okay. That, that's right. actually that's good news. Uh, right now, the Walt Disney Company is hiring for new cast members to join their team. So they're men. They're they're hiring back new cast members for attractions, food, guest services, their call center, um, merchandise, custodial, back of the house, front of the house, hotels, housekeeping. Everything that has to do with Disney. Not bad. Uh, the, but, but they're not going to be doing new hire. It's all rehire. Rehire re first, then the new hires. Yeah, people that got laid off are being popped up. Right. Uh, Disney's Polynesia Monorail Station construction is moving fast and on time for completion. Okay. It's done. Like It's almost done. Yeah. Yep, so now the Monorail can, can, can ride smoothly through the Polynesian Resort. I mean the Monorail Station, not, not the hotel itself. <laughs> uh, guests, have, guests have been skipping 
Rise of the Resistance pre-show at Star Wars Galaxy Edge. Why? Just to get, just to move quicker on the, uh, for, for the ride itself. And you're not getting the full experience. I know you're not. I mean, but... I, mean, I, I can say that because I've been and I'm I've just seen, saying you're not getting the full experience. And I've seen it on YouTube, but I haven't seen it personally just yet, you know? But I have. Lucky son of a gun. <laughs> That's the perks of having an annual pass, folks. I know, and folks, I will get a uh, Disney annual pass very, very, very soon. But within, for now... Within the next four years, you might get one. No, make it a year and a half. I can, I can get it a year and a half. Four years from now, I'm going to bet on it right now. <laughs> Uh, but for, for now, I do have the annual pass for uh, Universal Studios, so, which I'll probably be out there later on today uh, until the park closes. So, yay! Which will be at 5 o'clock. Yes. Or 6. Or 7. Either way, I'm, so, I'm still going to go Universal for a Universal apparently does not know when to close late. Yes. Like Disney has been, especially at Cowboys getting closed at 11 o'clock. Yes, that's, that's absolutely right, man. Uh, SeaWorld Orlando and Bush Gardens offers Military mem military members free admission to build other theme parks. That's good. That's very good news. No face masks are required on any of the rides at Cedar Point, Ohio, for their upcoming season. I don't know how I feel about that. For only their attractions. Yeah, no, I yeah, I know. We're not out of the fucking. We're not. Though. We're not. Why are we still playing deadly games like this? I know, right? That's a deadly game. It is. But yes, guys, we, we do have our face masks because we are, we are at seven bites, and the policy is if you're eating and drinking, you get have to you have to stationary. Right, you for stationary, you can take it off. Yes. If you're mobilizing, so you need to put it back on. Exactly. Uh, Disney's cruise, Disney Cruise Lines' newest ship, uh, Wish will be based on Cinderella. Okay. I, I saw the pictures and, dude, they look fucking fantastic. You won't catch me in a ship anytime soon. Oh, no, me neither, man. Me neither. Walt Disney World Imagineering has created a free-roaming Groot animatronic. Uh, Disney, Disney hasn't released on when exactly the audience can see this group animatronic, but for now it will be seen only on Disneyland property and soon at the Walt Disney World Resort here in Florida. A group animatronic? A group animatronic, animatronic a free roaming group animatronic. That's pretty cool. That is that is dope, man. I think they need to have that when Guardians of the Galaxy opens up. Yeah, so what the the uh, the, the ride at uh, Epcot when it'll be opening up next year. I don't see how they're doing it next year because if they're doing Remy's and Friends this year, this year, which the Guardians of the Galaxy have been work they working for almost two years, that should have been done by now. Exactly, it should have been done by now. Why You're right, man. Still delaying on that? I have no idea. Parks, trains, electricity, motherboard of the uh, the control tower. Uh, air brakes. I mean, I, the, list, the list goes on and on and on. The list of that you're making up or something that is actual facts? The actual facts. If it's a new roller coaster, you can't think about it, man. You have the track set up, you have the motherboard for the control system, you have the air brakes to stop the attraction. Okay. I mean, what more do you need from a roller coaster, bro? The 
the fact that you just want to have fun and have, have it open already before another yes, person yes. want to open in front of you, it's like, it's not fair. Yeah, right? You're right, dude, you're right. Uh, the new Disney and Universal stores will be making its way to the Orlando International Airport. Why? They're revamping it. They're they're revamping new, uh, they're they're revamping new stores. So they're revamping the new the new Disney store. They're revamping the new Universal store. So yeah, they're they're just revamping, bringing in, bringing in new products. So new Disney products, new Harry Potter products, new you know everything that has to do with Disney and Universal. I guess I can see that, but at the same time, if you're going to the parks. Why do you need a store at the airport when you can go to the parks first? Right. I, I, mean, I, I, I hope, you know, I'm glad that they're doing it, but, you know, I, I get what they're doing. They're, they want to bring in more audience. Like, when when the tourist comes in from the International Airport, what's one thing they want to go first? They want to go to either Universal or Disney. Well, they can check out the Disney store first, and then check out the Universal store, and pick up a souvenir on the way out, or when, when they come into the International Airport, you know? I mean, if that makes sense whatsoever. It does, to a certain extent. Uh, to, to an extent, yes. Uh, Fusion Fusion Bistro Sushi and Sake Bar at Universal's CityWalk has closed for good. This is the second location that has closed for good on Universal property. The sushi Bar that's upstairs? Yes. They closed it? They closed it. For what purpose? Not, not enough attraction. I don't know, people dying Yeah, yeah, dying with them, yeah. Because they're all going to Cowfish. So Cowfish put them on the fish? I guess so, yeah. Spider-Man will finally, will finally join MCU colleagues on Disney+. Plus. So Sony and Disney has came has came with an agreement to put... Uh, Spider-Man's movies on Disney, Disney Plus, but not any, not anytime soon. Okay. Did they give a window? Man? Not exactly what they, they haven't, they haven't pushed anything yet. Like when exactly Spider-Man will be on, you know, on Disney Plus? They're done. They're swinging, they're swinging for next month in July. Okay. So I mean, that's a good, that's a good little time frame. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, a few weeks ago. Back on April 27th, adults can now buy Lightning McQueen adult Crocs. Really? Uh-huh. That's cool. I may get them. I, I may I'm, get them, I'm dude. Not, I'm not for that, but yeah, I mean, if you like it, that's fine. Similar county leaders prepared to vote whether to end to end the mask mandate. Commissioners will vote will vote to end the county's mandatory mask order on June 7th. For what counties? Seminole County. Not Orange? They're not in Orange by technicality. Right, but they're only, they're only shooting for Seminole County. Yeah. Uh, Corinne Drive is getting a crosswalk at East End Market. This crosswalk is going to be from uh, East End Market to Kelly's Ice Cream Shop, which is right next door to uh, East End Market. And that's where, guys, East End Market is where you guys can go go get uh, Gideon's uh, cookies. And that's the very first 
uh, homestead of Gideon's Bake Shop, where you guys can get, you know, the their delicious cookies, which is delicious. I know. Instead, instead of waiting in that long ass line at Disney yes, Springs. So one thing that I will not do is that. So, if, so if you guys want a shorter line, head on over to Gideon's Bakehouse over on over on Corinne Drive at East End Market. A McDonald's in Tampa will give some will give somebody fifty bucks just to show up for an interview. Are they that desperate to hire they're, they're that desperate to hire people. Yes, they are, sir. Uh, the city, the city of Winter Park, the city of Winter Park passed a policy by banning certain single-use plastic items on on city property. The ban was passed in November and will go into effect on May 11. Items that will not be allowed will include plastic straws, coffee stirrers, bags, and styrofoam containers. Yeah. Sports gambling will be will be coming soon in Florida. Governor Ron DeSantis has reached on agreement. So wait a second, wait a second. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Stop, stop right there. So they banned dog dog traps and dog betting. Uh-huh. But you're bringing actual gambling betting to Florida. Yep. That doesn't make any sense. I know. But if you're gonna ban one thing. Everything should fall in line. I know. So, sports gambling will be coming soon in Florida. Uh, Governor, Governor, uh, Governor Ron DeSantis has reached on an agreement with the Seminole Tribe to legalize sports gambling. Law lawmakers will host a special session review and approve the deal on May 17th. Fans could place bets anywhere from pro sports stadiums to existing casinos, with all wagers being handled by servers on tribe property so they can make uh they can make these gamblings at the hard rock casino uh orange city and daytona because they have the poker room the poker room's right there in orange city and also at uh daytona so you can place the sporting 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 gambling event events right there okay uh it also says here the plan would allow the Seminole tribe to offer online sport Sports betting, Florida will be, Florida will bring bring uh, bring around 500 million dollars in revenue, allowing lawmakers to balance budget sheets without cutting into healthcare, education, or infrastructure reserves. So far, 27 states have legalized this practice. The Sunshine State will become the largest state in the in the country to approve. Sports gambling. Bigger than Las Vegas, I would Bigger than Las Vegas. Yes. That's interesting. So Chris, I had the uh, I had the uh, the grand opening for White Castle. Yeah, so do I. Which you and I may have to go out there and uh, do a, a live podcast from there. May third, it will be May third is the grand opening date for White Castle. Yeah, buddy. Winter Park, Winter Park is considering free public Wi-Fi along Denning Drive. So uh, that's good. That's good news for Winter, for Winter Park. What is it? They're uh, they're gonna be giving they're gonna be handing out free Wi-Fi on uh, Denning Drive, which is one of the longest. Uh, yeah, you have Park Avenue, 
And then you have Denning Drive, which Denning, Denning Drive is right, ne right next door to uh, the Wonder Park Farmer's Market. No, I know, I know where it's at, I just don't know what they were doing. They were uh, the, out the Wi-Fi? Like yep, free, free Wi-Fi, wi yes. Okay. So right now they're installing uh, Wi-Fi units underneath uh, Denning Drive and also uh, underneath um, uh, Park, Park Avenue as well. Uh, White, Ca White Castle, White Castle here in Florida are now restricting guests from ordering 60 or more sliders. There's a restriction now for you can't order 60 sliders. I mean, you can, but you can't order anything above uh, 60 sliders. Who the hell wants to order 60 sliders in one setting? I have a few people in mind, but. Uh, I'm not gonna give out their names, but uh, for confidentiality, so I'm not gonna, just gonna spew their names out. So yeah, and one guy, and one guy is my brother, so I'm not, I don't want to say his name. But if he's listening, sorry, dude, but I know you're very, I know you're way too well. You are gonna order a 60 White Castle burgers. I know you, bro. <laughs> I know somebody. I know a few actually. I just don't know if they want to order 60, they can probably order 30. Exactly, man, exactly. Or Orange County looks like they want to reduce physical distancing requirements and plans to eliminate mask mandate for the Walt Disney World Company. The changes the changes are described in three phases. As of right now, whoops, drop my face mask. Uh, as of right now, uh, effect immediately the order reduces physical distancing from six feet to three feet, both indoors and outdoors. Employees working at indoor locations will still be required to wear a face mask. When 50% has been vaccinated, the face coverings will be lifted. So they're reducing from six feet to three feet? What the fuck? I mean, that, that makes no sense whatsoever. I don't know where they're going with this. I honestly don't. I still say you should keep it at six feet. Exactly. Keep it at six feet. You got a uh, you got a good you know spread out for, for the guests that are in the park on the attractions. I mean, what else more can you say about that? Uh, Spooky Empire. Now, guys, I mentioned Spooky Empire before multiple times. And yes, guys, this is my favorite horror convention that everybody would have to check out uh, this weekend. Uh, it's starting tomorrow through May 2nd. You can buy tickets online and check out the event at the Wyndham Resort. Uh, parking is free, and yes, there will be social distancing guidelines to follow. Guests will need to buy their tickets online in order to check out this event. For more information, head on over to SpookyEmpire.com. And a huge, huge shout out to James uh, for being on our podcast on Tuesday uh, with his journey. So if you guys want to check out Spooky Empire, check him out. You guys are having, you guys will have fun at this uh, horror convention. But for for until then, uh, head on over to uh, SpookyEmpire.com for more information. Robert De Niro. You know the guy, Robert De Niro from uh, Gangs of New York, or from, I'm sorry, not from Gangs of New York, from Goodfellas, and from uh, Godfather, from Godfather. 
Yeah, from Godfather. Yeah, from, I'm about uh, to say, if you're going to question me about Godfather, because he was Don Corleone yes, in the second. Yes, sir. And from Casino, yes. Uh, he is opening his very first Caribbean resort. Yeah. Interesting. Are, are you a uh, are you a hockey fan? You, you like hockey? I do. Yes. NBC is done with NHL as TNT joins ESPN as their new TV partner. After after reaching a historic seven year deal with the Walt Disney Company and ESPN last month, the NHL's new secondary broadcast partner will be TNT. Turner Broadcasting will pay $225 million per season over its seven-year deal and will be getting the rights to some Stanley Cup finals as part of the deal. Four of the four of the next seven, seven Stanley Cups will be on ESPN with the other three on Turner Broadcasting. So, Chris, you and I will still be able to see him on ESPN and also on Turner Broadcasting Network. Uh, Lyft is going, Lyft, the Lyft driving service, Lyft, is going to sell self-driving car units to Toyota for $550 million. Okay. Yeah, I I, I got a bad feeling about this. I I really do. are you a fan of uh, Cobra Kai or the uh, Karate Kid? Me and Jen are. We, we love that show. It's a good show, man. It's a really good yeah. show. Uh, Ralph Macchio's Cobra Kai Mansion went up for sale in Marietta, Georgia. The, the mansion that was filmed in Cobra Kai. How much do you think that mansion went up for sale for? $2.6 million. It's not bad. It's not bad at all, there, man. There's Zach uh, over in what's what's Winnemere. Winnemere is going for at least thirty-seven million dollars. Yes, for a small little mansion for that much, that's a steal. Now, if I was if I was a millionaire, I would be more than happy to get that uh, to get that mansion, but I'm not going to. Uh, the next the, the Netflix show Cobra Kai was actually filmed in Marietta, Georgia. And, and it was also Marietta, Georgia is the same location as The Walking Dead. That's a lot of Walking Dead being filmed in Georgia. Yes. Well, a lot of stuff being filmed in Georgia besides Walking Dead. You have Marvel Studios outside of Atlanta, so that's where a lot of these Marvel movies are filmed there. So. Uh, you, you're right, bro. So, what, what's coming up? What's coming with Chris, man? Huh? What's coming up with Chris? Like, we, we got coming. What do you got coming up, man? Are you gonna go, are you gonna go check out the theme parks before uh, after work, or what's going on, man? Today? Well, not today. I'm talking about like th- throughout the week. Like, we we got going on throughout the week, man. I'm working seven days. There's no way I can tell you where I'm going. Other than working home. That's about it. There you go, man. There you go. I mean, we might go to Disney next Thursday. That I mean. Want to go, but at the same time, I have to make sure that it's not that busy that we can at least enjoy the damn day. Right, so. right.
Well, guys, you know what time it is. It is time for us to go. So I want to give a huge shout out to Trina from Seven Vice for joining us today. And of course, guys, uh, if you guys are out this weekend, head on over to Spooky Empire at the Wyndham Resort. You guys are going to have a blast meeting these celebrities, meeting uh, you know Alex Vincent, Derek Mears. Uh, you guys will be able to meet other celebrities, including the lead singer of Slipknot, Corey. He's going to be there at Spooky Empire. So head on out. If you guys are at the theme parks, make sure you guys are wearing your face mask. And uh, make sure you guys are staying six feet apart. On the behalf of Chris, my name is Remy. Chris, what would you like to say to the audience, man? Well, first of all, let's get some love to these people here at Seven Bikes, located at 617 Prime Rose Drive in Orlando, Florida. Thank you for tuning up for having us on the program. Of course, as always, I can typically say, we are not out of the woods yet, guys. Please, and I urge you with the word please, practice six feet. Wear your damn mask. Just because we're getting vaccines, we're not out of the woods yet. So, on my part, have a great day and enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Guys, thank you so much for listening to Remy's Roundtable. We will see everybody next week. Take care, guys. Segment again? Nah, I got I gotta bounce out here. So that's the second week in a row you I know. left on my segment. I know. Why you're doing?